If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. Another episode of Sports Betting by Dummies. I'm your host, Patty Parlays, and with me as always, Mr. Reliable, the guy of guys, wearing his awesome Seattle Kraken jersey from Top Dog himself, Connor. Connor, welcome in. Well, thank you. I've been a lot more excited about hockey lately, and my picks have gotten better with hockey, so pretty excited about that. Minus the Canucks. Don't include that Canucks pick. It was atrocious. Who could have predicted that was even going to happen? But but it's weird, right? So with gambling in general, the more you kind of get invested, the more you watch, the more research you do, the better you seem to do, and it just keeps bringing you in further, right? Until the avalanche just completely demolished the Canucks, then you have a mental reset on where your picks were signed. Sometimes you need a reset. Sometimes you need a break. It's okay to take some games off or some nights off. I had to do it a few weeks ago. You know what happens, and that's okay. But I will say with how atrocious the uh, NFL was last weekend, I still had three of four of the Football Friday hit. I didn't get my four of four for what I needed for the competition. Three of four is pretty solid. That is that is solid, and that brings us... Well, actually, before we get into Football Friday, I just want to talk real quick about thedailystakes.com. If you guys weren't aware, we had Nick on from thedailystakes.com on yesterday's podcast. It was an electric episode. If you haven't listened to it, make sure you go back and listen to that now. But not only are those guys great friends of ours, they give great insight on everything. They have a wonderful website that gives you all that information very quick, very easily, so you can make informed decisions. If you go to thedailystakes.com, first and foremost, maybe you're like me, maybe you're like Connor, you, you keep an eye on your finances, you're not sure if you want to spend money on this thing. I believe he said for $1, you can try the first week for like for a dollar. Is that Does that sound right or was it $7? Yeah. I think it was $1. It was a dollar. Yeah. So if, if you're not sure about it, then go out there, put a dollar on it, and try it out for a week. That's what I did initially, and I got hooked right away. Now, if you go to thedailystakes.com and you sign up for a full month or even a full year or even just a full sport, when you go to check out, there's a promo code button, I believe, in the top right-hand corner when you check out. Type in promo code DUMB, D-U-M-M, and you get a 20% discount on that first month, and then that also helps us as a podcast. So... TheDailyStakes.com, promo code DUMB. All right, now we can get into Football Friday, Connor. It should be a relatively quick one because it's just me and you, the two, you know, best or better gamblers on this show. Uh, sorry, oh, Diz. When, when Diz <laughs> isn't on the show, we get to talk smack about him. Um, but you know how this works, Connor. Favorite underdog over under. Um, why don't you go ahead and start us off with your favorite favorite? I won't go first today. I'll let you you take over. So fading my own team here, the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm going with the Broncos. I got them at minus three, but currently they're at two and a half. I would take either one. So pretty easy. Uh, Eagles were trying to keep up with the Chargers. Broncos did come off a big win against the Cowboys, but then again, the Cowboys did smack the Eagles around quite well. So I think the Bronco Broncos are going to come in here and take care of business. They're really good against the run. The Eagles have just figured out they can run the ball. And I think they're going to have to throw the ball in order to get somewhere. And I don't think Jalen Hurts can do that. Yeah, you, you know me. This is the classic situation where you would want to bet the Eagles, right? Especially especially with a team like the Broncos who you're not super confident in. So I tried to look for that angle, a way to take the Eagles and feel confident with it. It just wasn't there. So unfortunately i'm probably well not unfortunately i'm probably going to stay away from this game altogether but i really really wanted to take the eagles and when sunday rolls around i might take like an eagles money line just for some value here um but i i don't know i i just i i can't disagree with your broncos pick here i this might be a game i turn off at halftime and find something else because they could be getting blown out at halftime the broncos or the eagles the eagles 
Okay. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. I wasn't sure if you were thinking the Broncos could be getting blown out or the Eagles could be getting blown out because I know no. you're an Eagles fan, but you bet on the Broncos. So. Yeah, I wouldn't shut it off if I'm watching my Eagles win. Yeah, there you go. All right, so for my favorite favorite, I went Patriots minus one and a half versus the Browns. Um, I, I just think the, ba- the Patriots are better than everyone thinks, even with the way the Patriots have been playing. Um, I had them winning their division from the start of the year, and they have a real chance with the Bills kind of stumbling a bit. I mean, the Bills lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars last week. Um, the Browns are coming off a huge win against the Bengals, and that's another reason why I like to kind of fade them in this situation. But uh, it is confirmed that Nick Chubb is out with COVID. Ooh. So the Browns don't have Chubb. They don't have Kareem Hunt. I know we, they have our guy, Dearness Johnson. So don't completely sleep on the Browns just yet. But uh, And I think, you know, there's going to be a bit of a hangover, I think, from the OBJ drama. Um, you know, because Chubb's out, so they're going to maybe have to pass the ball more, especially if they get down to the Patriots early. And then they're 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 without one more weapon, so you know they're gonna have to rely heavily on Jarvis Landry. I think Bill will know that. I think Bill will scheme to that. Um, I, I I could see the Browns maybe struggling a bit this week in a letdown spot. So I just let Dearness Johnson go on fantasy a couple of days ago. I did not hear about that Chubb COVID thing. Did that come out today or yesterday? Uh. He he tested positive on Tuesday, but because he is vaccinated, he had an opportunity to still play this weekend. If if he was vaccinated and t- had two positive or two negative test results within twenty four or within twenty four hours of each other or outside of twenty four mm-hmm. hours with each other, then he would have been able to play this weekend. Okay, but wow, since. That's- since he did not test or since he tested positive again today, he does not have enough time to be listed or to be able to test negative in time to play on Sunday. Ouch, that hurts. You may want to go back out and pick up Dearness Johnson if you're really hurting in the running back position like I am. Um, not really. Uh, is Chris Carson coming back? I think so. I, I don't know. That Seahawks team could look like a completely different team if Chris Carson comes back and Russell Wilson comes back. I did hear both were expected to come back, but yeah. I'm still unsure. Well, Mr. Mister Unlimited, Russell Wilson is definitely playing. He's definitely back. That's good. So I, I figured that on his part. It'll be interesting to see if Aaron Rodgers plays as well because then that game becomes way more interesting. Yeah. All right, moving on. I will go with my underdog. I'm going Lions plus eight and a half versus the Steelers. To be completely honest and fair with you, Connor, I don't like a lot of underdogs this weekend. This weekend seems like a pretty chalky weekend to me, at least just looking at it initially. But I think the Steelers, again, I like to ride teams that are, or fade teams that are coming off big wins. And then, uh, and not, it's not even a big win. The Steelers beat the Bears, but they probably, you know, shouldn't have, right? Yeah. And I think the Lions are just, they've been close a few games. You know, they lost on a last-second field goal, a record-breaking field goal to the Ravens. Um, you know, the Lions have been close a couple times. Um, but I'm, they don't even have to win here. I'm not sure that they are going to win, but I just don't see this Steelers team blowing anyone out, even the Lions. Yeah. I felt the same way about the Lions. I think they're going to keep it close with the Steelers. Uh, not going to say they're going to win here, but right. they always do crazy stuff each week because they're looking for that one win at least. Yeah. Is, is yeah. that your favorite underdog, or do you are you just commenting on my underdog? It was my underdog. Okay, okay, perfect. I only switched because I knew yours. I had two underdogs just in case. This was the only one I had two of. Uh, I went with the Raiders plus two and a half versus the Chiefs. Chiefs yep. have been atrocious. Uh, they're trying to crawl back to first place, but it's not looking very likely right now. Maybe towards playoff time, they might step it up a little more, but I haven't seen it out of the Chiefs yet. Uh, Raiders still on a roll. I don't know how. Because your coach rugs out, and they're still moving it. Didn't they lose? You can, you can squint your eyes all you want. Raiders got this game. 
Well, okay, I, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I actually am leading towards the Raiders in this game as well. So I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you there. But didn't the Raiders just get smacked by the Giants last weekend? Yeah, the Giants who stay in every game somehow. But it wasn't like staying in every game. Like the Giants blew them out. I think. I'll, Did they? I'll, I'll I'll check the tape. I'll I'll, I'll not the tape. But Raiders I'll... versus Giants was definitely not a game I was watching last week. No, no one was. That is for sure. I, I will, I will give you that one. Let's see, Raiders. Okay, so the Giants won by a touchdown. It wasn't like a blowout, but Giants won by a touchdown at home. It is what it is. But I agree with you. I would much rather take the Raiders at plus two and a half than the Chiefs at minus two and a half. And that shows you mm-hmm. how far the Chiefs have fallen from grace because the Chiefs would cover like fifteen point spreads like it was nothing when they were like really, really rolling and now against a team that the Raiders, the frickin' Raiders who have been demolished from all ends of the spectrum, we're now thinking, hey, Raiders will cover by less than a field goal against the Chiefs. Who's in first in the division? Uh, good question. I don't have that. Hold on. If Chiefs are in last, they're in last by like a game, a game and a half from first. So... The Chargers and the Raiders are tied for first. Yeah. Um, and then the Chiefs and Broncos are tied at. So the Chargers and Raiders are five and three. The Chiefs and Broncos are five and four. Oh at, my gosh! Every, a half a game to think they're by. <laughs> every team in that division has exactly five wins. That division so is all, anybody's. Are they all equally good or equally bad? Or equally average. <laughs> I, I think equally average is the right word. Uh, I'd say equally bad. But how can you say bad if they have a winning record? You could still have a winning record and be bad. Look at the Eagles division. The Eagles are. <laughs> if you have a winning record in the Eagles division, would you say you're a good team? Uh. I know the Cowboys have a winning record. The Cowboys are the only team with a winning record in that that division. After last week, though, (laughs) I don't know what to think of them. Is the game this weekend in Philly? No, it's in Denver. It's in Denver. I know know it's in Denver. Okay. Anyways, uh, Connor, what do you like for your over this week? Uh, Vikings versus Chargers over 53.5. Chargers and Eagles were on a roll. They covered that. I think the Vikings are better than the Eagles. I think both teams are going to do even better than what the Eagles and Chargers did against each other. So it seemed like a pretty easy pick to me. I like it. I like it. I I am just so terrified of taking either one of those teams. The yeah. char- The Chargers one week can look like they're the best offense in the league, and then the next week they look like they're – just straight garbage. And then the Vikings is the same way, right? The Vikings might put up seven one week and then next week come out and put up a 50-burger. So I don't know. Oh, sorry. The Eagles and Chargers got 51 points, not 53. I I still stand by the Vikings being better at scoring. Uh, Still not a fan of Kirk Cousins, but they seem to get it done. Yeah, yeah. No no disagreements for me. Although, another thing to look out for, we talked about this uh, kind of last week with the Eagles playing the Chargers. Chargers run defense is sketch. Dalvin Cook might have himself a field day. Look for maybe getting him at two-plus touchdowns, uh, maybe over on his rushing yards, just something to keep an eye out. All right, my over, I got Bills Jets over 48. (laughs) <laughs> okay they played once already didn't they uh good question good oh breaking news on the pod breaking news on the pod alvin kamara ruled out versus the titans doesn't affect me it affects me greatly because you know who i picked up in all my fantasy leagues oh man <laughs> no way did you just trade for him? <laughs> oh, i picked him up no one picked him up so i got mark ingram in all of my fantasy leagues Hmm, let's go. Okay, I thought you were going to say someone traded Kamara to you because they may have heard something and you're like, oh, yes, I get Kamara. Are you kidding me? And then he's out. 
<laughs> so the Bills and Jets have not played yet this season. Okay. Now, I, I think the Bills are looking to bounce back. They only scored six against the Jaguars last week. There is no way that Josh Allen. Oh, there is no way that Josh Allen has a repeat performance like that. It just it can't happen. It won't happen. It shouldn't happen. And then, who do we have on the other side of the ball, Connor? Who do we have? Oh, is it going to be Flacco? Is he starting? Magic Mike, the White Knight, man. He's, oh. He is there. People are saying he might be the next coming. People are saying he should have been the number one overall pick over Zach Wilson, who went number two to the Jets. Zach Wilson might not have a job because of this man. And like you said, if something happens to him, he's a little bit fragile. He gets hit. He gets knocked out by this Bills defense. We have footsteps Flacco ready to come in and drop the hammer. The White Knight's going to get sneezed on. He's going to be out the rest of the game. Possibly. (laughs) Quite possibly, but Flacco's our guy. We ride heavy with Flacco. We think Flacco can carry us to that over. (laughs) All right. Also, I think 48 seems like a good number. Um, Normally, you'll see that at like 49 and a half, and then you get to like the 24 to 21 games or even like, you know, 28 to whatever. And so I like 48. 28 21 we hit that we hit that number i believe the patriots are now only a game behind the bills for first place and yeah the bills lost me my survivor pool last week are are you are you now on the anti bills train no got to be a realist you can't let your emotions get involved in your picks so so actually new england is a half a game behind buffalo New England has not had their bye yet. Buffalo has, but they both have five wins. Yep. So, there you have it. Right, you need to carry us to the under. I do. And you know what I had as my under before this even came out and all this news happened? Yeah, I see. (laughs) Saints-Titans, under 44.5. I imagine that number has gone even further down um actually i want to check that real quick because that could be but i did have saints titans under 44 and a half titans are coming off a huge win against the rams where they put up 28 points um the saints only put up 25 against the terrible falcons defense um but then like we said kamara's out i believe simeon is still starting at quarterback for the saints at least i haven't heard otherwise but even with Taysom hill in there i'm not super concerned about the saints just lighting up the scoreboard and uh i think just like every season, the Saints defense has kind of slept on. I think the Saints defense is a very good team. So uh, I'm liking the under in that game even even more now that our boy Kamara is out. But maybe maybe Mark Ingram has a uh, flashback game and puts up like four touchdowns on his own. I don't know. It has moved down a lot from the 44 and a half. It went down to 44. <laughs> Huge fluctuation. Huge fluctuation. Yeah. Big news, big change. Oh, yeah. Very influential. Yep, I agree. I agree. All right, Connor, what do you like for your under? Seahawks and Packers under forty-eight and a half. So, are you are you banking on that? Are you banking on Rogers not playing? No, Rogers starting. Russell Wilson starting. Chris Carson. He's going to be. Yeah. Everyone's starting. All starters starting. Everyone's back. Uh, is it at Lambeau? I think defenses are going to battle it out. Russell's going to be playing from his ass the whole game. So is Rodgers. Okay. All right. I think it's going to be a battle of the lines. Okay. There you go. Uh, football games that we did not touch on. Let's see. Ah. There's only two of them. Right, right. Uh, Jags, Colts. <laughs> I, I lean Jags plus ten and a half. I don't feel either way about this game. I would just pick money line, but even money lines approaches to pick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Falcons, Cowboys. Possible uh bounce back here for the Cowboys. I don't know. The Falcons had a bad loss to him last year. They might be looking for revenge here. 
And the Cowboys just came off a, or the Falcons just came off a big win against the uh, Saints. So you you would think it's possible letdown for the Falcons, possible bounce back for the Cowboys. I could see the Cowboys winning by three touchdowns. I'm just wondering if the Falcons let last year go. It was one of those games where they were up really, really big and blew it in the fourth quarter alone. So you're thinking a little bit of revenge. Hoping for it. I want the Cowboys to lose as an Eagles fan. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Um, Buccaneers football team. Buccaneers are getting nine and a half. You you have to go Buccaneers in that game, don't you? Yeah, you do. This Washington football team defense hasn't stopped anyone all season. What makes you think coming up against a Tom Brady-led offense who's putting up MVP-like numbers coming off of a bye week that I I don't think there's any way that the Buccaneers don't cover that nine and a half. Yeah. And they're coming off a loss. Didn't they lose to the Saints right before they went on a bye week? I think they did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. Tom's going to want to sling the rock around. They might put up 50 points this week. 50. 50 burger. Is that a hot take? You know what the over-under is at that game? I do now. (laughs) 51. So, but I wouldn't like the over in that game because I don't know that Washington's going to score a point on that defense. Yeah, you kind of have to have both teams show up if you're getting over 50. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, let's see. Panthers, Cardinals. Cam is not playing yet. I wouldn't um, think so. I don't know if Kyler Murray's back. I don't know if DeAndre Hopkins is back, but I think you still would probably lean Cardinals minus ten and a half. I believe Kyler is expected to play. Okay. Then I would definitely go minus ten and a half. Uh and then Rams 49ers. I, do, I imagine OBJ might not play, or if he does play, it'll be in a limited role. Um, I imagine Von Miller's playing. I would hope so at this point. It's just so hard to trust the 49ers anymore. Hey, you have them winning the division. Uh, yeah, and I, instant regret on that. I have the Rams winning that division. And the Cardinals, I don't know. It's going to be between them and the Cardinals. I think that is a safe assumption, yeah. Seahawks may be in that battle or if Russell Wilson didn't go down, but he did. And I don't know that they could even crawl back to a wild card. Geno Smith, the covering god, though, <laughs> hasn't, hasn't lost to the spread since uh, 2014 or something crazy. Oh, my gosh. So you want him back just so you can pick the uh, cover boy? Heck yeah! Are you <laughs> kidding me? You can give the Seahawks 10 points and I'll take the plus 10 with the Seahawks. You can give him one point. One point versus the Cardinals. Gino will cover. That's right. That's right. They'll tie. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They may not win, but they will cover. All right. Uh, let's talk about our dumbest dummy picks, Connor. Um, I went one and two again. I, I consistently go one and two on those bets. Um, unfortunately for last night, I didn't have any super good value picks. So I did lose some, uh, units in the competition. Um, how did you do last night? Uh, Dolphins covered the eight and a half. I wish I could have brought them to the football Friday under eight and a half. I liked them the most over the Lions and the Raiders. And then uh, Oilers' money line hit, and I already talked about the Canucks just getting demolished by uh, the Avalanche. So did not see that coming. Their best players out. Who would have guessed? Who would have thunk, man? I, the Canucks just didn't show up last night. They, I think there's no denying that. Yeah. There were a few teams that didn't show up last night, like the Islanders. The Islanders was the team I wanted to talk to you earlier about, but I forgot about. Uh the Islanders, I think, lost like 4-0. I also took the Islanders. Yeah, yeah. It was devastating. Just I did not take the Red Wings, though. I warned you about the Red Wings. You did. I didn't listen. I did not listen. Um, and then our boy Diz, who's not here. So he went exactly 4-4 four and four on his over 5.5s last night. All right. What? Did he move up or down with the plus and minus odds? 
from just the overs of the five and a halfs, he actually lost a little bit of money because only one mm-hmm. of those was at plus value. However, he his other bet hit at plus value, which did cause him to move up ever so slightly in the competition. Okay. So I am up 2.89 units. Connor is up 1.98 units. And Diz is now up 3.66 units. So we're all, we are all right there. We're all in prime position. And Diz isn't here, but I am feeling super good about these bets tonight. And I'll be honest with you, Connor. If one of my dumbest dummy competition bets hits, you guys are screwed again. Just one? There, there, I don't know if you've read the notes, but there's one that is such a good value that if it hits, I think you guys are hosed. You guys are going to have to start doing some ridiculous shit again to try to keep up. All right. We'll see about that. We'll see. But first, before we do that, uh, let me uh, let me get Diz's uh, competition bets out of the way. So he has a three-leg NFL teaser. Uh, he's, he adjusted it plus seven points. So he's got the Titans at plus four and a half. He's got the Buccaneers at minus two and a half. And then he's got the Seahawks at plus ten and a half. Um, and that's at plus 120 value. Um, and then he also has another – he called it a round robin. We're just going to call it a parlay. He can fight me if he wants to. He, he technically did this as a round robin, but we don't do round robins in this bitch. Uh, so he took, again, three over five and a halfs tonight. So he got the Coyotes and Blackhawks over five and a half. Uh, Flames and Maple Leafs over five and a half. And then um, – the Capitals Blue Jackets over five and a half. Ooh, that one's disgusting. It is disgusting. And Columbus is a very, another good under team. And the Capitals just played last night. So that one will be interesting for sure. But uh, those three parlayed together at plus 565. He parlayed them? Yeah, he parlayed them and did a round robin. But we're not doing the round robins. Because that gets complicated. He, he goes, I have to technically five if you count the round robins. And I'm like, no, we're not doing that. So we're just doing the parlay and calling it good. All right, Connor. Now, you know what? You Go ahead and give us your competition bets. All right, so I'm taking the football Friday parlay. Yep. Switching out the Raiders with the Lions, though. My okay. original under until I saw yours. Like I said, I had both of these lined up, so I'm I'm getting that at plus twelve forty seven. Okay. Next one is Lions eight and a half versus Steelers alone. Uh minus one fourteen. Then I'm taking the who I'll save that one last. I'm taking a boost. Cincy minus twenty three and a half and over fifty seven and a half as a boost. I uh, got that at 220. And the last one, I have not done this for hockey before. I'm doing the Maple Leaves minus one and a half versus the Flames plus 144. I love it. Absolutely love it. You're you're venturing away from the money line and going to the puck line, and I am a huge fan. It could scare me back to money line. <laughs> it very well could be. It very well could. I've I've been there before, but I will say this, and this this can go either way. But if the Maple Leaves are up late in the game and they're up by, like, one goal, then you're usually going to hit the two because there will usually be an empty net. Yeah. Now, if it's tied, then you're, like, screwed because it goes into overtime. Then you have no chance to win once it goes into overtime. So. I do want to admit that I did live bet last night that no one would hit the empty netter in the Capitals game. I took the under two and a half uh, with four minutes left to go in the third period. Very, very risky move. It hit, and it hit big. It was at plus odds at the minus two and a half. So very thankful for that one. There you go. Live bet machine. Yeah, starting to get into it more. That's called you Connor Live Bets. All right. I got... 
three competition bets for you, Connor. I really yep. wish Diz was here for this first one because he was with me on this adventure. But uh, I'm not sure if you've heard this story or not, Connor. But uh, this all ties into a story. But I'm going Georgia State money line versus Coastal Carolina at plus 340. And this is a pure revenge game for me. Okay? You. For me. You for me. For me, Connor. <laughs> All right? Now, last year, when I had the opportunity to cash out for big money on a big underdog money line parlay, Georgia State was the game that I was watching, focusing on, being like, should I cash out? Diz, should I cash out? Oh, my God, should I cash out? It was like $1. I could have cashed out for like almost a grand or something like that. And I was like, oh, my gosh, should I do it? Should I do it? I didn't. I let it ride. They went to overtime with the University of Louisiana Lafayette, and they lost. It was a heartbreaker. I watched so much of that game with a terrible Georgia State team. But this year, they are going to come in and they are going to seal the deal against another ranked opponent. Coastal Carolina, I thought they've been fraudulent since last year. Last year during COVID, they went undefeated. They were rocking teams like crazy. Everyone jumped on the Coastal Carolina bandwagon. This year, they've already lost one game, and I just think that they are similar to ULL in the fact that they're a uh, lower division team that's whooping all these bad teams and then you know, everyone thinks they're all hyped up and hyping them up, especially based off of last year. I think this year Georgia State's going to come in and they're going to beat Coastal Carolina. Georgia State was close against ULL last year. They went to overtime with them. They were close with them again this year, only losing by like four points, and they had the lead in the fourth quarter. And Coastal Carolina's starting quarterback is out. He got hurt. He is not playing, which makes me like Georgia State even more. So come on, Georgia State. It's 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 a revenge game for me. I don't care what Connor says. If we can get Diz on or get some kind of information from Diz, he will back up the fact that Georgia State, I mean, had me down bad last year. But this year they, they make it all worth it here by taking the wind out of Coastal Carolina's sails. All right. High emotions in here. High you know emotions. You with your emotions. High but... emotions. I've been, <laughs> I've been circling this game for a while, Connor. I've been waiting for this one. Yep. I've been waiting for my opportunity to bet Georgia State on the money line for redemption purposes. And this is the one. I wouldn't be surprised if one of your walls that we can't see has all these strings and everything attached <laughs> to which game you're going to bet on. And you've been planning this since last year, the day after that. Like, that like there was game. some murder or some conspiracy theory, and I just have strings going all over the place, and then it, just in the middle of it, just Coastal Carolina, Georgia State, circled in big marker. Yeah. I like it. I like it. And then you have laces out everywhere. Of course, naturally. <laughs> all right, Connor. This next one, you're aware of. I believe you're writing it as well. We're yeah. going to the NBA we are going Kimba Walker to make the first basket tonight at plus 800. Now, this is the Friday first basket promo for FanDuel. If you guys don't know, go into FanDuel. It should be on the promos page. Make sure you opt in for the first for, for the Friday first basket uh, promo. You bet $25 on someone to score the first basket of a game, and then regardless of if he actually makes the basket or not, you get $1 back for every three made in that game. Now, Let's break down the stats. I broke down the stats for you guys last week with some information I had. I'm doing it again for you here. Robinson, who is the starting center for the Knicks, wins 45% of the tips this season, which, honestly, not great. I like to bet on someone that has, like, 60% uh, tip percentage or win percentage. But the thing is, is based off of who he is going up against, Mason Plumley of the Hornets only wins 31% of the tips that he participates in. So there's an advantage to Robinson in this situation. So I'm thinking the Knicks win this tip. Now, when the Knicks win the tip, who's going to make that first basket? I am going with my boy Kimba Walker. On the season, Kimba has taken the team's first shot three out of 11 games, which is second most on the team behind Julius Randle, who has taken five of them. But Kimba 
ties Julius Randle for the most first-game field goals made with two. So even though Randle is shooting the ball more, he doesn't necessarily make it. So I'm going with someone with a higher efficiency when he takes the first shot. And Randle's odds were at plus 500, whereas Kimba's was at plus 800. So I went with the higher odds in that situation. And the uh, the three-pointers should be able to make it back up if it does not hit. This is the most confident I would feel about getting your money back if it doesn't hit. Correct. Now, let me – I'm looking real quick, but while we while I look at this to get some more backup, uh, coming in from the clouds, the, vo the voice of God himself, Diz. Diz, welcome in. Hey, thank you. Work was an absolute shit show today. I have nothing prepared. Patty, I believe I sent you my picks. Yep. Um. Uh, that's all I got. I'm assuming you've already done the football Friday aspect of it. We yes. we have we have. Um, if if you if you want to give us your your four football Friday picks, we can do that if you want. Or if you don't have it ready, then we'll just uh, keep it moving. I don't have them. I'm just uh, I, I'm I'm asking any. Uh, what were the highlights? Anything big that we agreed on or disagreed on? Like maybe two or three key points that I missed. Lions plus eight and a half versus the Steelers. Sure. We think that the Lions may not win the game, but they will definitely keep it close, and we don't think the Steelers can blow anybody out. Um, I would agree with that. I would agree with that, and I love laying eight and a half, as we did last night. Connor, great freaking pick. Oh, man, I picked them at halftime to win, actually. Ooh. Got some plus odds on that for the Dolphins. We're going to have to start calling Connor live bet nice. Connor. We already talked about this, Diz, but it's going to be Connor live bets because he's just been killing it with the live bets. Absolutely. And congrats to you, Diz, on hitting at least half of the five and a halves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I did, I did the math. I think one of my plus money ones hit, so I think I – lost a penny i bet it was 40 dollars total and i like made 39.99 so, so i lost a penny i don't think you did your math right Diz. but uh unless you got different odds than when i took it at but uh based you on... took them too of course bet together win together well. yeah what are we talking we about it. yeah when our boys make picks we ride with them I probably did bad math. You, I think you did. Well, you also could have gotten different odds based off of when you took it, because you probably took it earlier in the day, and me and Connor probably took it after the pod. So um, maybe a little bit different odds there. But, yeah, we, we rode with you, dude. Were you close to breaking even? Uh, I think we lost like .19 units on the over five and a half. Point one nine is steep. I don't know. Maybe I got different odds. Maybe I'm just stupid. I don't know. Either way, <laughs> would have been would have would have been nice if I had Connor's support. That's all I have. To say. <laughs> it would have hit if I would have supported. Yeah, yeah. But then again, I faded Correct. the Predators and Blues game. But that one covered one of the five and a halves. That is true. That is true. And Diz, you missed it, but you are now leading in the dumbest dummy competition. Yeah, baby. But only Never by like only by like half a unit. So let's let's not uh, let's not jump ahead of yourselves. And I gave them your dumbest dummy bets already, Diz. And uh, just real quick, so on that three pointers made for those teams, Connor. Yeah. Uh, the Knicks average fourteen threes a game, and Charlotte averages uh, fourteen threes a game. So if both teams go to their averages and we we cover the $25 bet easily yeah yeah and uh the the Charlotte Hornets ranked 28th and threes allowed and the Knicks ranked 30th and threes allowed so Perfect. we should see plenty of threes a flowing to get us our money back but uh Diz if you want to hop on first basket Friday promo Kimba Walker to make the first basket in the Knicks Charlotte game love it what's the value plus 800 Sure. You place a tw you opt in. You place twenty five dollars bets on Kimba to get that first basket. 
Um, and then you get a dollar back for every three made in that game. And we're feeling really confident in pretty much all aspects of that. How many threes are normally made in an NBA game? That's my concern. Does not matter. I just told you. So Charlotte and the Knicks both average 14 points or 14 three-pointers each per game this season. Um, so that's 28. But then they also average giving up 16 between the both of them. So this should hit gotcha. no problem. Love it. And then Des. You you remember my Georgia State bet that uh, cost me that Moneyline underdog parlay last year? How could I forget? That's what I'm saying. So I'm taking Georgia State Moneyline this weekend against Coastal Carolina, Diz. I love it. Revenge I game. absolutely love it. Absolute revenge game. And Coastal Carolina starting quarterback is out. So I, I'm, I'm, this, is, this is the one. I've been waiting all year for this one. It's a value. Plus 340. Got it. Let's go. Oh yeah, baby. Write it out. Georgia State. They 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 broke my heart once. They're not gonna do it again. They couldn't do it again, Connor. They couldn't do it again. At Georgia It'll be State. A full year. Georgia State might as you might as well call them the Astros because they're gonna keep breaking your heart. That's all I'm gonna say. Why 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 do you have to say that? Why why would you why would you come in here and drop that on me? I, I was just just a reminder, just a reminder. I I'm sorry. I felt maybe you needed to hear it. If they lose this one, maybe stay away. Well, this is like the only time I've bet on them all year, so <laughs> it's not like I'm coming back to them every single week. But this one, this one feels like that ULL game from last year. So I'm I'm feeling good about this one. So it's gonna ride on your emotions for an entire year again, <laughs> and the wall is gonna grow. It's going to be the other wall. You're going to point out one wall was last year, then another wall is this year. Before you know it, you'll see it start creeping into the background of this wall, and you'll just yeah. see strings all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. And then my final competition bet, and this is the one, Connor, this is the one that if this one hits, then you guys are hosed, okay? All right. Ja Morant to record a triple-double tonight at plus 2,700. Now, that is very high odds because he has only had three career triple-doubles. However, I was also the one that was on Devin Booker's first career triple-double in the playoffs last season and the Suns to win, and I had tremendous value on that. So... This season, John Morant is averaging 26.5 points, 5.7 rebounds, and 7.3 assists. Obviously, the biggest issue here, rebounds. Only averaging half of what he needs for the triple-double. Um, DeAndre Ayton for the Suns is out, and he's their leading rebounder. I'm just kind of hoping that he might have more opportunities to grab some boards. Of course, this is a long shot. There's a reason it's plus 2,700 odds, but it's Friday Things get wild on Fridays. You, you just got to be careful on Fridays, but then I'm feeling this one. I'm really feeling this one. He has had double-digit assists twice this season, so I think he can get that again. Um, and he has not hit double-digit rebounds yet this season, but he did have nine in a game at one point this season. So I don't think it is like one of those complete out-of-realm possibilities that can't happen. So... Uh, Let's get crazy tonight. Let's let's see a Kimball Walker first busket, bucket. Let's see a John Rant triple-double. And let's go into the weekend riding high. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, love it. All right, best bets. So as a group, we are down 2.54 units, but we are climbing back. Oh, we, we, had a, we had a great night last night. We hit two of three, and no one could have predicted that the Pacers – would have smacked the Jazz around like they did. Now, Diz, did you see the fight in this Pacers-Jazz game? I did not. I did not either. Connor said that there was some big scrap that happened. We probably should have looked it up before this. Probably, um, especially before you call it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's on me. But, so, the, the Jazz. The Jazz hadn't lost at home before last night. Uh... The Pacers, Sabonis only scored like six points. If you tell me that the Jazz are at home and Sabonis is only going to score six points, I'm thinking the Pacers lose by 30 points. But somehow, 
some way, the Pacers just come out swinging. So Sabonis finished with six, and I mean, didn't didn't McConnell have like thirty or something? McConnell had twenty one, and then uh, Brogdon had thirty. So that's just, I mean, that's insane to me. But yeah, it was, it was crazy. But that's that's what happens sometimes. It was a fight. You know anything about the fight? Uh, I don't know anything. This says uh, Pacers out Jazz in a feisty contest. Oh, here you go. <laughs> here you go. Turner, Go- Turner, Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, and Joe Inglis were ejected with four minutes and a second left. Turner shoved Gobert, planting his shoulder in his back after a missed layup. Gobert responded by bear-hugging him and trying to wrestle Turner to the floor. The two players had to be separated near the basket across from the Pacers' bench. So, Turner thought that Gobert knocked him to the floor after the play. They, uh, Turner said he had to stand up for himself in this situation. And so, the teams kind of came to blows and four players got ejected. Great time. Yeah. Keep that in mind for later on in the season when these two teams play again. Uh, there's going to be bad blood there. We'll have to keep an eye on it. But... Nonetheless, uh, we are climbing back as a group in our best bets competition. So, uh, what what are we thinking for uh, this weekend? I think we have to go Lions plus eight and a half. Both me and Connor agreed on that one. That's what I'm riding with at uh, minus one fourteen is what it's at. Is in case you were wondering. Yeah, I I'm totally in on that. I know I know it's out of reach, but. Just a comment because I missed Football Friday. I'm actually loving the Lions money line. I know that is a hot take, but the value is amazing. And uh, one of my coworkers is in a survivor pool, an eliminator pool. And uh, I think there were 1,100 people to start. They're down to 51. And 20 people have the Steelers over the Lions and not including him. So if the Lions beat the Steelers, he is one of the remaining 30 in like a $40,000 survivor pool payout. So I'm rooting hard for the Lions, and I would not be surprised. I, I don't know how to feel about this Steelers team, and I think the value is really good. But, yeah, plus eight and a half all day. Love it. All right, what else are we liking? Uh, anything you feel particularly good about on the ice tonight, Connor? Uh. I was feeling good about the Oilers until you contested that earlier today. What what about the uh what about the Hurricanes? So the Flyers had a couple games where their offense just would go off. Mm-hmm. And then they would do nothing for like a decent span in between those games. I do like the Hurricanes. But it's at minus 188 right now, which is outside of our range, unfortunately. For the best bets. True, true. Uh, let's see, what else do we like? Uh, well, uh, can't do Blackhawks. Uh, Bruins are just outside of it. So I, I think we could. I think we can give it an exception if we want. I just kind of set the minus one fifty to plus one fifty like general guidelines, just so we wouldn't be taking like super heavy favorites or like super crazy long shots. Um, but I, I like those. I like those guidelines. They keep us keep honest us, keep and in line. Okay. I do like the over five and a half for Coyotes and Blackhawks, though. Okay, Diz, how do you feel about that one? You said over five and a half for Coyotes, yeah. Blackhawks. You don't have to. You don't have to ask me if it's over five and a half. Automatic, still is. Love it. All right, Coyotes, Blackhawks. Hey, I, I, uh, there was a college football parlay boost on uh, Fandle. I don't know if anyone saw it. I think it's Ohio State, Oklahoma, and Georgia all to win this weekend from like minus 160 to minus 110. I know that falls within the range, and uh, I know that's screaming for an upset to happen, but I don't know. Those are all three heavy favorites. I don't know how we feel about that. I'm okay with that. You go with that, Connor? I'm good. The one that concerns me with that is is Oklahoma, but yeah, because uh, I think Purdue had its had its day against Michigan State last weekend, 
So I think Purdue might come up and put up a stinker against Ohio State. Um, Georgia, who's Georgia playing? I don't remember who Georgia's playing, but they should beat them. And then Oklahoma versus Baylor. I hate Baylor. I, I just cannot stand Baylor. I think they're overhyped. I think people are going to be heavy on Baylor. Um, so I, I, I feel really good about that. Cool. Yeah. All right, boys. It's time for the Hail Mary Parlay of the Day. I just have one for you fellows. It's the multi-sport Hail Mary Parlay of the Day. Not a ton of juice here. Um, Connor, I believe you've already seen the value. Got it. Diz, do you want to take a guess or do you want me to just send it? 14 hundo. No. That's way too much juice. It is uh, $1 to win $541.18. Well, yours yesterday was two Gs. What do you mean that's way too much juice? For for today, that's way too much juice. I didn't have that kind of juice today. It, I don't need that negative judgment, though. That's fair. You're out here throwing bands down. That's fair. That's fair. That's on me. I, I, it's I Friday. What's this negative energy? Get it out. Sorry. My bad. Um, but I have one, two, three, four, five, six. I have seven in the NBA. I got four on the ice for you. My NBA ones, I got Knicks minus one and a half versus the Hornets. Bucks minus one and a half versus the Celtics. Cavs minus five and a half versus the Pistons. Nets minus eight versus the Pelicans. Kings minus four and a half versus the Thunder. Nuggets minus five versus the Hawks. And Warriors minus five and a half versus the Bulls. Um, and then in the NHL, I got Oilers money line versus the Sabres. Hurricanes money line versus the Flyers, Maple Leafs money line versus the Flames, and then Blackhawks money line versus the Coyotes. The question for you: Yep, the Bucks versus Celtics. Why is that line moving drastically right now? Moving in which direction? Uh, it's supposedly an even game at this point. Versus the Bucks were favored heavier this morning. I'm seeing Bucks minus one. Um. Let me let me check the injury report real quick, because that's usually the so way. Ed Bucks at minus one thirty this morning. So, usually the only thing that would move the line like that is some injury news. So let me check. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I uh, maybe maybe it's because Giannis is a game time decision. Um, okay. Let me see if I can figure out if Giannis is playing or not. Because that is always something you need to kind of uh, keep your eye on. Oh, here we go. There's a Giannis is probable for the game between the Bucks and the Celtics. Okay. So, I I think maybe some people might be scared of the fact that Giannis may or may not be playing, or he may be. Uh, Kind of banged up, but I I think Giannis plays tonight, and I think I feel good about the Bucks minus one and a half. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Anything you boys need to get off your chest before we uh, call it a football Friday? Call it a weekend. I don't have anything today, boss. Wow. Damn it. Damn it. Connor normally goes first, and then it gives me time to think of something. I never prepare something for the end. While Connor's talking, I. Block him out, no offense, and I think of something to say, and I have nothing either. That's a really upsetting way to go into the weekend. Patty, tell me you got some juice. <laughs> well, I will say this. I uh, For the first time ever this weekend, I gave Connor literally every single one of my college football bets this weekend. Now, yeah. <laughs> how many does that contain, Connor? About 50? 49. Yeah, yeah. Now. What the fuck? Full, full, hold on, hold on, full, Pat, hold on, hold Pat, on, hold on. Go me, back, go back, go back to the intro of the pod. All that number that you read off to people. What the hell is wrong with you? Are you good, bro? I am fine. I research, 49? Hold, let me, let the mans talk, all right? Let me talk. Now, <laughs> I do not take all of these individually, okay? So I'm not making 49 separate picks. What I do is I usually parlay them together in some sort of fashion or some sort of way. That's what I do. I'm Patty Parlays. Now, while I have 49 picks that I am leaning towards, I may only make five picks on Saturday. That's five different parlays 
with those teams intermingled and intermatched, okay? I don't go through and I don't lose 50 bucks every single week on betting college football because I take 50 different uh, picks. Oh, that's what I do. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> uh, Mr. 100-piece over here with Diz is coming over talking to me because I, I think certain teams should win certain games this weekend. Seemed like 50 separate bets, and I was about to throw up. And that's why I wanted to clarify. But, uh, yeah. No but, one here would do 50 separate bets. I did 49. <laughs> Just like Diz didn't want to go to 10 <laughs> double digits for his uh, dumbest dummy picks for yesterday. And it worked out because I won five. If I, I win five on 10 bets, I'm only 50%. But five of nine sounds a lot better than five of 10. That is true. But six of 10 sounds a lot better. 49. If you would have bet the 10th one, it would have hit. 20 of 49 sounds a lot better than 20 of 50. All right. So there. That's what happens when you guys leave me to be the last thing on the podcast. That was great, Pat. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> this, this is that on was, me. That was, that was great. That was great, but with all due respect, stick to the intro. Stick to the intro. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm just kidding, Pat. I love you, buddy. Mr. 100 Burger. Yeah, and it fucking hit. Maybe like a good job, Diz. Good job on that bet. (laughs) It's all fun and games when you're hitting your bets, but then if you would have lost money on that 100 Burger, then you would have been in bad shape. I would have kept it moving. Guess what? I still would be on the pod this week. True, true. Are you placing your uh, risk-free on any of these best bets? Or do you have another one you want to place it on? Your big risk-free. Who, me? Yeah, you. I placed it on the Canucks last night. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Ouch. Oilers. So, you didn't yeah. tell me that. You didn't I, tell me that. I thought I did at one point, but maybe I didn't. But yeah, that that uh, that risk-free bet is no longer. So now I'm just using bonus funds for everything. That's another thing. If you follow us and you do the first bet or the first Basket Friday promo, make sure you do not use bonus funds for that, because that will nullify the promo. Yes. Not that we've run into that issue before on this podcast. We're just trying to. Help people out. Now that I've had to go, oh crap. <laughs> and and some see why I didn't. So, some way, somehow, Connor, every time he does that, he he has the opportunity to cash out. Every time I mess something like that up, I never have that opportunity. So I don't know <laughs> why that is a thing or why Connor is so lucky and all those, but it is what it is. All righty. Well, as well, actually, you know what? Let. I, for, I forgot to mention this. Let's end this on a fantastic note, fellas. We officially have hit 2,000-plus total downloads for the podcast. That that happened yesterday, right, during the day? It did. It did. So okay. thank you to all of you out there listening. It's amazing to know that there are people listening. It's crazy what this has become in the mere, you know, 94 episodes, seven months we've been doing this. We, we love you guys. We appreciate you guys. We're hoping to continue to improve on the product for you guys. Um, but we, we really just can't thank you all enough. We can't do it without you. Here's my check. <laughs> We're still waiting on that one, Diz. Uh, but maybe maybe sooner rather than later that'll happen for us. I'm just playing. Good shit, boys. Patty, you do you like you spend so much time doing this. I don't fuck I don't do shit. I just jump on and say heinous things and I literally go get on Fanduel in the parking lot of my office five minutes before I drive home from work and I do the pod every single day. So the fact that you do all this stuff is big time. I just kind of get on and say stupid stuff. So I, I, I appreciate, appreciate what you do, Patty. And uh, I think, I think it's a group effort, but Patty, you definitely rain the ship. I just, I just kind of do dumb shit. Well, Hey, I, I appreciate both you guys, you know, it would be weird if I did all the work I did and then I just came on here and just gave out picks and just talked to myself. So even just having someone else on there to just talk to and go over things with, it's always a good sanity check for me. 
I always appreciate the feedback, the commentary, the back and forth. So really, this thing is nothing without you guys. It's nothing without the listeners. I appreciate, I love all of you guys. If you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at SportsBetByDumb. And then you can also see us live on YouTube and Twitter. For YouTube, just go into the search, type in sports betting by dummies, filter by channel. We are the first option on there. We are trying to get it up to 100 subscribers. That way, we can give you guys a custom URL. But again, thank you all for listening. Hope you guys have a nice, long, profitable weekend. And we will see you all on Monday.